Tonight, um, as we continue to move forward in our service, um, I want you to turn to 1 Chronicles chapter 16. We're going to be looking at 1 Chronicles chapter uh, 16, 1 Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 8. 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8. 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8. That'll be our scripture uh, for tonight. And I'm going to do a little things different tonight. I'm going to ask that you flip a little bit with me just to, um, so we can highlight some scripture that I, I thought was important and I think that God, I thought that God had laid on my heart to preach from tonight just to show our gratitude and our thanksgiving towards the Lord. Um, on tonight, I know you already, uh, my wife has started cooking um, and she cooked, she started out with the desserts first. So we got um, a cake at home, a, I think it's a bunt cake at home, and we have some cupcakes. Uh, Y'all know, if you, you, you listened before, you know that uh, Jeanette like cooking. So we got some cupcakes at home. And I'm like, babe, what, what are you cooking all these, you know, cupcakes, all these cakes and sweets for? Um, you know, because I, I really don't eat them like that. And I'm like, you know, we ain't having nobody come over. And she was like, oh, I'm just cooking. Just, you, you know, if you want them, you want them. If you don't, you don't. And I'm like, okay. But uh, you shouldn't start with sweets first. You know what I mean? You shouldn't start with the sweet first. Because then we ain't going to eat the other stuff. But I'm just so grateful um, that we are allowed to, to still have Thanksgiving in a way where it's safe. Um, we not we usually have um, my whole family over and her whole family, but this t on this Thanksgiving, um, we've been, we've been doing it for a while. This Thanksgiving, we're just going to uh, be myself and our two sons, and uh, maybe our daughters will come over. But I'm just uh, grateful that we still can have Thanksgiving together. Um, it is a rough time for us um, because we're used to having so much family around. And also, I know it's a rough time for some of you out there because you have lost loved ones. You're dealing with death. You're dealing with um, grief at this time because this time is supposed to be a joyous time, a joyful time. But also, it's a sad time because you uh, are missing your loved ones and you're not able to um, come together and have that Thanksgiving meal like you used to, but uh, we're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to that. Just hold on. Um, like I said on Sunday, don't get weary and doing good, but God is still on the throne. So let's look at uh, First Chronicles. We're in First Chronicles 16, First Chronicles 16, First Chronicles 16, um, and uh, let us pray. Father God, you are amazing. Be with us today in the service. Let your word go forth where people may see your power. Let me speak with power of you, Lord God, and not of me. Lord God, let your word go out where it may be received on hearts that are cultivated to receive the seed of your word, that it may bring forth fruit in people's lives. And Lord God, let your word go out that it may convict hearts, that if someone don't know you as a Lord and Savior, they may say, what must I do to be saved? Because at the end of the day, Lord God, we want to bring people to Christ and to grow us as believers to live a more mature life. So we thank you for this opportunity once again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8, 
We're in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8, and this is going to be our launching scripture. We're going to launch from here, uh, 1, Corinthians, I mean, 1 Colossians chapter 16, verse 8, 1, um, I mean, not Colossians, 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8, 1 Chronicles in the Old Testament chapter 16, verse 8. 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8, this is our launching scripture. It says, oh, give thanks to the Lord. It says uh, to us that we, we should give thanks to the Lord. Matter of fact, it said, oh, which is an expression of, of joy or, or shout or emphasis. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. You know, if you, you, you kind of see something that, that shocks you, you'll be like, oh. And, and he says, oh. Give thanks to the Lord. He says, he says in verse 8 in Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Like I said earlier, about six years ago, after my mom had passed, my wife and I had decided that we would have thanksgiving over our house for our families. My mom's house was the one that we usually come around and we used to gather together and, and have Thanksgiving and, and have fun and, you know, just be around family. And we, we, we come in um, with fun I and mean, we leave out angry and not speaking to each other. You know how you do with family. Uh, matter of fact, our family, uh, we have 10 brothers. I have 10 brothers, nine brothers and sisters, seven, it's seven girls and, and, three and three boys. And we have cousins who are brothers and nieces and nephews, 20-something uh, nieces and nephews and great uh, nieces and nephews, and, and it, it's just a, a grand time. You know, everyone is, is different. We have in our family some Democrats and some Republicans, and I mean, we just, we just different, and, but we have a grand time. So when my mother passed, I decided uh, with my wife that we would have Thanksgiving at our house. We will host Thanksgiving. So in hosting um, Thanksgiving, um, my wife and I, we, we, we called all our family, all my brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews and cousins, uncles and aunts, and we told them, hey, we're going to have Thanksgiving at our house. And my wife called her family, her side, her mother and father and her sisters and brothers and nieces and nephews and, and uncles and aunts, and told them that we're going to have Thanksgiving at our house. So now once we get all my family together and all our family together, and then also my nieces and nephews and uh, sisters and, and brothers and cousins, they would bring their girlfriends or boyfriends. And, uh, and then we even had some people um, bring their neighbors as well. So we're looking at about 40 to 50 people in our house for Thanksgiving. But this year is, is going to be a little different. Because the crowd that we, we, we so used to, we no longer have anymore. And we've been doing this for six years, hosting Thanksgiving. We have seen uh, 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 some of my nieces and nephews who, who were babies in, in their parents' arm or in their mom's and dad's arms now walking over the years. So we're going to miss that now because of, because of COVID, because of the pandemic. We're not going to be able to, to, to gather together as family, and it's difficult. It's difficult. Now watch this, my, my, my wife and I, we, we, we said we want our, our family to enjoy this so much that my wife will cook all the food 
and, and, and no one was allowed to bring nothing but sodas, water, and dessert. And we would make it fun. We would, we would say we're going, we, we had a, a dessert competition. And you can bring your, you can bring your a homemade dessert or you can even bring a store-bought dessert. And we, 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 would, we would critique your dessert on how it looked and how it tastes. And the winner would get $25 gift card and the runner-up would get a $15 gift card. And, and we made it a, a joyful time and, and kids are running around and, and having fun and we talking and yelling over each other and the families are just mingling and, and having a grand time. But this year we can't do it. This year we are restricted to have that meal and gathering together and it's difficult. So during this time of Thanksgiving, when it was time to eat, I would call everyone around the table and in the kitchen and in the family room and we would make this, this makeshift kind of circle where we would all stand around in, in, a, in a circle as best as possible from the youngest to the oldest. And, we would, and I would pray for the food. And I remember as a little boy, I, 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 I still see that image in my head because as a little boy in my mom's house, we would do the same makeshift circle and we would, we would pray for the food. And we had a tradition at my mom's house when I was young. So what we would do after we pray for the food, we would have everyone in the circle tell us what they were thankful for. So I, I, I took that tradition and I, and, I, and I laid it out at my house. I, I said, everybody, we're going to get in a circle and I pray for the food. And then what we do, we say, okay, we're going to go around and everyone going to state what they thankful for. Even the babies. We'll look at the babies. My, my little nephew, Dyson, who's young, a young, little young man. And I look at him and I say, what you thankful for? His mom say, what you thankful for? And he just, you know, crawl up and hide. He never said, and we say, okay, just, just move on. But we'll we, we state what we're thankful for. We had this tradition to, 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 to tell God or to, to, to let God know how we, what we were thankful for. Watch this. And today... I want to bring that tradition to you. Just from a title, I want to speak to you from I am thankful for. I want to speak to you from that title. I am thankful for. Just like that tradition we had in our house, we have at our house for Thanksgiving what we are thankful for. I want to tell you some things that I'm thankful for. So like I said, this, this is not going to be a regular service because we're going to flip through some scripture. I just want to lay out some things that I'm thankful for. But I also know because of the pandemic, watch this, because of the, the difficult year that we are facing and going through, because of the, the death of loved ones, because of the loss of jobs, because of the, the shortage of food, because of the uh, unarmed black men and women being murdered by, by white police officers, because of the, the racism we see on every level, Thanksgiving is different. But even in, in all that, even in all the trouble that we have, we have experienced, we still, watch this, we still have a reason to thank God. Even, even in all of the trouble we see, 
even in a difficult time we we going through, even in, in the hard time we going through, even in the social distances and the uh, building of the church closed down and all the things we have to maneuver around and all the jobs that have been lost, all the food that is shorted, all the financial issues we have, all the leadership we have, uh, issues we have, we still have a reason to thank God. So I want, I, I want to tell you, and I, wanna, I want you to walk with me as I tell you what I'm thankful for. I, I am thankful for, watch this, the goodness of the Lord. Watch this. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the goodness of the Lord. What you mean, Pastor Pew? Let's turn to Psalms 105. Psalms 105. Let's turn to Psalms 105. Turn over to Psalms 105. I told you I'm going to have y'all turn a little bit. Turn to Psalms 105. Psalms 105. Psalms 105. If you can't turn, just write it down and look at it later. Psalms 105. Look what it says. It says that, for the Lord is good and his mercies is everlasting and his truths endure to all generations. I'm thankful for I am thankful for the goodness of God. I'm thankful for the, for the, for the goodness of the Lord. I'm, I'm thankful for, for, for the goodness of the Lord. I'm, I'm just thankful for, for the goodness of, of God. I, I don't know about you, but do I have anybody with me that, that are thankful for, for the goodness of God, for, for how God has been so good to me, how God has been so good to you? Let me, let me just lay out for you how God has been so good to me. When I looked at the news the other day, it said that over 30 uh, million people have lost their job. Uh, Over 30 million people have lost their jobs and and millions of of businesses will close and and, and never open up again. When I I look at the job market and and people are losing their job, but but, but God has been good to me because guess what? In the midst of, of, of people losing their job, my oldest daughter was furloughed furloughed from her HR position in the government in Baltimore and lost her job, but the next week God has blessed her with another job. I'm trying to help you understand how how good God has been to us, how good God has been to us. And not only that, my my, my youngest daughter, in the midst of a a pandemic, when when things are are going afray, when when things are, 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 when the bottom is falling out, watch this, my youngest daughter started a lip Lost line online and, and it's doing well in the midst of a pandemic. I'm just trying to help you understand how, how God has been, been good to me. Watch this. My, my, my youngest son, my, um, my oldest son, Colin, he had a job at Passport and he liked the job, but it, it wasn't a job that I would like and my wife would like. And one day my wife got a call from a friend of hers who is a, a manager at a credit union, said, hey, uh, is Colin still looking for a job? And my wife said, yeah, he, he, he needs a job. He, he looking for a job. And, and, and she said, he don't even have to interview. He just need to come in and, and send his resume, and we'll hire him on the spot. 
I'm trying to help you understand. In the midst of a pandemic, when 30 million people are losing their job, God is opening up doors for my children to get jobs. And, and it ain't always good all the time because guess what? When the pandemic started, my wife wasn't working for three months. I know some of you all have been there, but God has been so good to us that our bills has still been paid, that we didn't lose anything, that my son still were able to go to practice school, that my truck note was still paid, that my mortgage was still paid, that we still can pay our tithes and offering. I'm just trying to help you understand how good God has been to me. So I want to thank you, Lord, for being good. I want to thank you for your goodness. But I know I'm not the only one at this time that are thankful for the goodness because I was talking to a friend of mine who was in the government, I mean, in a contractor position, making a lot of money, and she said, Colin, she said, I changed my job. She said, I'm no longer in the contract business anymore, but now I work for the government and I had to take a pay cut. I said, you ain't got to worry about nothing because in the midst of a pandemic, as God can get you in the government, he can sure take care of you with that pay cut. And I know a little things about pay cut because when the year ago, when I came to Clinton Baptist Church as a senior pastor, I had to take a large pay cut. But guess Guess what? God, favor was still on my life. God has been good to me. God has been blessing us. And you are in the same boat. Some of you all didn't have a job, but you got a job now. That's the goodness of God. Some of you got a secure job. Will you go in late and still get paid like you were there on time? I'm just trying to express to you how good God has been. He says, he says, he says, he says, he says, thank the Lord. For his goodness. He's a good God. He, he's, he's a wonderful God. He's a, he's a good God and he's doing some good things in your life. Even in the midst of the pandemic, God has been keeping you because he's a good God. And I know you got some testimony. If you got some testimony right now on your feet, tell me how good he has been. Has he been good in your life? He's been good in your children's life. He's been good in your parents' life. He's been good in your finances. He's been good in your health. Thank you, Lord, how good you have been. And I thank you, Lord, for your goodness. It says, thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Second thing we see, I want to thank you, Lord, watch this, for your mercies. Let's turn to, let's turn to uh, uh, Psalms chapter 103. Psalms 103. Just flip right over. We just left Psalms 105. Now we're going to turn to Psalms 103, verse 10. Psalms 103, verse 10. Look what it says. It's going to blow your mind. I want to thank you, Lord, watch this, for your mercies. I want to thank you, Lord, for, for your mercies. Psalms 110, look what it says. Psalms 103, Psalms 103, verse 10. Psalms 103, verse 10. He says, I want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank the Lord for his mercies. Look what it says, verse 10. Psalms 103, verse 10. Look what he says. He has not dwelt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. My God, right then and there, you should be running around your house right now. 
You should be jumping around just to know that God's mercy is everlasting. He says, look at this. He says, this is this what I want to thank God for. I want to thank God. Watch this. I want to thank God for his mercies. Watch this. I, I, I want to thank him for his mercy. See, see, his mercies is holding back from me what I deserve. His, his mercy is holding the punishment back that I deserve for what I've done. I'm, I'm thankful for the mercy of God because watch this. I have said some things that I shouldn't have said. I have, I have thought some things that I shouldn't have thought. I have did some things, watch this, that I shouldn't have did. Now, if, if God will come up here and roll back my curtains of my life, I will be so embarrassed and ashamed of the sin that I have. But guess what? I'm thankful for the mercy of God that even in the midst of my sin, I deserve to be dead and go to hell. I deserve to lose everything I have. I deserve to get smacked all upside my head. I deserve to be chastised. I deserve to be wiped out. But because of the mercies of God, the scripture says he did not deal with us according to our sin. I don't know about you, but I got some sin in my life. And I'm glad that God showed favor on me and didn't do treat me like I should be treated. Because the scripture says in Romans 6. 23 that the wages of sin is death but I'm so glad that the gift of God is eternal life I'm so glad that God mercy came down my street that God mercy come every day new mornings every day God mercy had blessed me Although I should have been dead, I should have bust hell wide open, but God's mercies have been keeping me and watching over me. I'm thank you, Lord, that you didn't deal with me according to my sin. He said, and he didn't even punish me for what I deserve. Oh, my God. Oh, watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this. I deserve to get my butt whooped. I, I, I deserve to, to get the belt and get my pants pulled down and wear me out. But God says, I'm going to send you some, some grace, some mercy. I'm going to send you some mercy on your life, although you should be whooped. But I'm going to send you some mercy for the. I'm so glad that God didn't deal with me according to my sin. I, I'd have been dead and gone if God didn't deal with me, if God would have deal with me another way. So I'm so glad and I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the mercies of the Lord. You have some sin in your life that you know that you're fighting. You got some sin in your life that you're going through right now. But God's mercies endure forever. And he showed you mercy after mercy after mercy. And he didn't deal with you according to your sins. That's a reason to be thankful. Thank the Lord right now. Praise his name. Hallelujah, Lord, that you have mercy on me and you didn't deal with me. Guess what? Because God is not like man. If it was man, they would have bummed you out. If it was man, they would have tried to kill you. If it was man, they would have kicked you out. But God says, I'm going to extend mercy to you and not deal with you according to your sins and what you deserve. Thank you, Lord. I'm, 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 I'm thankful for his goodness. We saw that in Psalms 100 and verse 5. I'm thankful for his mercies, which we saw in Psalms 103 verse 10. The third thing 
as I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for him being a deliverer. Mm -mm -mm. I'm thankful for him being a deliverer. Turn to Psalms chapter 50, verse 15. Turn to Psalms chapter 50, verse 15. Turn to Psalms chapter 50, verse 15. As we look at, I'm thankful for, watch this, him being the Lord being a deliverer. Psalms chapter 50, verse 15. Look what it says. He says, call upon me. He, he, he says that we ought to call upon him. Watch this. In the day of trouble, that I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Oh, my God. He says, he says in Psalms chapter 50, verse 15, that, that, that we need to call out to him. Watch this. When we're in trouble. Have you ever been in any trouble? Have you ever been going through some things in your life? Some of you are going through some things right now. Some of you have some trouble surrounding you right now. I, I have been in some trouble. I have been in some trouble way back then, and I have been in some trouble today. And I'm telling you, trouble has a way of calling you, causing you to quit on God. Trouble has a way of causing you to doubt the very power what God can do. Let me just talk to you about this trouble. Trouble has a way of causing you to, to lose faith. God, I don't know where you're at, and I don't know what you're doing, but this trouble is overbearing. This trouble is, is, is destroying me right now. God, I need your help, and you said you're going to be there, God, but you, you're not there. God, where are you? Because I'm dealing with some trouble. God says all you got to do is call out to him in the midst of your trouble. I don't know about you, but I have some experienced some trouble in my life. I have spilled some troubling times in my life. I had trouble in my finances. Anybody had trouble in their finances before? Anybody had some trouble in their finances right now? I had some trouble with my health issue, with my health. I had some health issue. Anybody dealing with any health issues that trouble them right now? I had some trouble in my marriage. Anybody had some marriages that you got trouble with? You, I had some trouble with my children. Anybody got them children that you got trouble with? You, you wrestling with them and you trying to get them on the right road and they fighting against you and you telling them, look, I'm on your side. I'm your biggest supporter. Whatever you need, I'm there for you. But they don't want to hear from you because they friends who are dumber than them know more than what, they, what you know and they listen to them and not listen to you. I'm sorry for calling them dumb because I know I got some sensitive people here, but I'm just trying to say I got some trouble with my children. I got some troubles at work, at my job. Yeah, I am a senior pastor, but they're still some troubles. Let me tell you about some troubles we had here at the church. We had four break-ins since I came here to Clinton Baptist Church. The Clinton Baptist Church ain't never been broken in before, but soon as I got here, we got four back-to-back -back break ins Yes, we got some trouble. We had some people that steal our church van and go and rob somebody and total our van. Yes, we got some trouble. I know about some trouble, but I'm so glad that God says, just call on him.
Just call out to him in the midst of your trouble. And guess what? He says, I will deliver you. I'm so glad that I got a God who is a deliverer. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me. The reason why I can stand here today is because God is a deliverer. Because all the trouble that I've been through, I would have lost my mind. But I'm so glad that he delivered me. All the trouble that I've been through, I should have been in a straight jacket, but I'm not because he's a deliverer. And the reason why you here on this feed tonight, because God is a deliverer in your life. Tell me what he delivered you from. Was it COVID he delivered you from? Was it that car accident he delivered you from? Was it them drugs he delivered you from? Was it a bad marriage he delivered you from? He is a deliverer. He's a deliverer. Thank you, Lord, for being a deliverer. Thank you, Lord, for being a deliverer. One of our friends had cancer, had cancer, walked in there, got the operation of cancer free. He's a deliverer. He's a deliverer. My sister had COVID, but she's still walking around here. He's a deliverer. I'm just trying to help you understand that he will deliver you. Just if he do it for me, he can do it for you. And I thank you, Lord, for being a deliverer. I thank you, Lord, for being a deliverer. Here it is. He says, thank the Lord. I'm thankful for the goodness of the Lord. I'm thankful for the mercy of the Lord. And I'm thankful for the Lord being a deliverer. The last thing I'm out your way. I'm thankful for eternal life. I'm, I'm thank you for eternal life. Turn to John. Turn to John chapter 3. John chapter 3, that's in the New Testament. Turn to John chapter 3, verse 36. We're going to get it. I told y'all, y'all got a reason to thank the Lord. They got a reason to thank the Lord. You got a reason to thank the Lord. Watch this. John chapter 3, verse 36. John chapter 3, verse 36. I'm thankful for eternal life. John chapter 3, verse 36 says it like this. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life. He, he, he who believes in the Son. In anybody who believes in the Son have eternal life. He says that, that, that if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you place your, your faith in Jesus Christ, matter of fact, if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you believe in the finished work of, of Jesus Christ and that he died on the cross and, and he shed his blood and he was buried for three days and rose the third day and ascended up to the right hand of the Father, if you believe. If you believe in the son that he is the Messiah and the one who came to lay his life down for your punishment and my punishment, being in your sins and my sins, that we may be right with the father. He says you have eternal life. 
I, I don't know about you, but I remember, I remember in August, I mean, I remember in April of 2000 where I gave, I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I remember walking down the aisles at, at Kettering Baptist Church. My wife and I at the same time went up and we, and I met with uh, Deacon Smith, Deacon Hyde Smith, and he led me through the plan of salvation and, and Romans Road, and he laid out for me uh, the, uh, how I was a sinner and I, I needed to be saved. And the only way I can be saved is I had to surrender my life to Jesus Christ. And he was the one who died on the cross for my sins that I can have eternal life. That is no other way that I can get to God except through him. He, he told me about uh, John chapter 14 that Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one can get to the Father except, except through Jesus Christ. He told me about John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believed in him should not perish but have, a, have everlasting life. He told me about Romans 5, 8, and 9, that God demonstrated his love towards us, yet while we were still sinners, he died on the cross for our sins. He let me know that I have eternal life because I placed my faith in Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful today for eternal life. I'm thankful that I have eternal life. Sean, I just heard that you lost your grandmother. And yes, that's a sad time, but we can rejoice and be thankful because we know your grandmother knew the Lord as her Lord and Savior. We know that she is going to heaven and she's in a better place. We know that she has eternal life. So we don't weep as those who don't have any hope because we know that she has eternal eternal life and I'm just so glad that I have eternal life I'm thankful for what Jesus Christ have done and has given me eternal life why am I thankful because Romans I mean Revelation says it like this that there will be no more crying there'll be no more pain there'll be no more suffering and I'll be with Jesus every day I will see him face to face I don't know about you but I'm glad that I have eternal life because eternal life for me means there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. I see that you can't get to where I'm at, but let me help you understand what condemnation means. That means you will never, ever be separated from the life and the fellowship and the communion of God. You will never, ever experience separation. You will always be with him. Whether you here now on earth or whether you breathe your last breath in heaven, you will see him face to face, and I'm thankful for eternal life. I'm just thinking about a song that was written a long time ago. It says, as I journey through the land, singing as I go, pointing souls to Calvary. Watch this. To the crimson flow, many arrows pierce my soul from without and within. But the Lord leads me. Yeah, the Lord leads me on through him I must win watch this oh I want to see him I want to see the look upon his face and that that, that uh, there to sing forever of his saving grace on the streets of glory let me lift
lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. I'm so glad and I thank you, Lord, that I have eternal life because cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. I will rejoice with the Lord. I will be with the Lord because he has saved my soul. He has changed my direction. Eternally, I'm secure and I will be with him. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. The song say, cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. I'm glad that I will be with the Lord when I stop breathing on this side of the earth. I thank you, Lord, for being good. I thank you, Lord, for being for your mercies. I thank you, Lord, for everlasting life, Lord God. I thank you. Thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for your goodness. I thank you, Lord, for your mercies. I thank you, Lord, for you are a deliverer. And I thank you, Lord, for everlasting life. We have a reason to thank the Lord. We have a reason to praise the Lord. We have a reason to lift up his name. So all that we're going through, we can look at the Lord and look at Scripture and say, Lord, I thank you in the midst of a pandemic. I thank you, Lord God, in the midst of trouble. I thank you, Lord God, in the midst of pain. I thank you, Lord God, in the midst of death. I thank you, Lord God, in this season because you have been faithful to us. God has been faithful. He's a one-time God. Oh, my God. The song say, cares have passed home at last. Oh, forever to rejoice. Oh, I want to see the look upon his face. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord God. I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Yes, Lord God. Every hour I need thee. Yes, Lord God. Yes, bless me, not, oh, Savior. Yes, thank you, Lord, because you have been good to us. You have been wonderful to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the midst of everything, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. And today, I just want to bring out tradition that we have in our family, around our dinner table, our tradition that say what I'm thankful for. Today, I'm thankful for the goodness of the Lord. I'm thankful for the mercies of the Lord. I'm thankful for he, the Lord is a deliverer, and I'm thankful for eternal life. 